0: This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned.
1: Hey there, good citizen of Gotham City. You are listening to The Dork Night. And if you've been tuning in, you know that each episode we cover a different facet of the Batman. Like today, we're talking about Batman, Volume 2, Issue Number 51. Gotham is. And, uh, you know, Batman has battled everything from the Court of Owls to Mr. Bloom and the Joker. But how does he handle a quiet night in Gotham City? You're going to find out right now on this episode of The Dork Night. And speaking of that, uh, this episode is brought to you by The Dorking Podcast Network. Head on over to thedorkening.com to check out some amazing shows like Comics Paradox, Creator Spotlight, That Strange Show, and the amazing people over at The Horror Squad Podcast. And speaking of amazing, this episode is also brought to you by Deadly Grounds coffee head on over to getdeadly.com where you can get some incredible flavors like death by chocolate if you haven't heard that's my favorite uh also uh which is brew which is chocolate raspberry but if you don't like flavor they have regular coffee as well GetDeadly.com for deadly grounds coffee and with that we're going to be talking about batman here we go And all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised
2: and he comes back in um, the alternate uh, X-Force, and then he literally makes a shark teleport inside of the blob to eat him from the inside out. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Unreal. That's good stuff.
1: Okay, I'm going to get this thing started.
0: All right. Let me get the- all the- get Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, come on down for the dork night. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
1: No, that was great. That was great. <laughs> uh, hey, welcome to another episode of The Dork Knight where we tear apart Batman. Well, that's kind of a. I, I don't know. We're looking that's at Batman. Though. Yeah. Dissect. We dissect and uh, discuss. Uh, so uh, we got a fun episode planned for you today. We're doing a one shot of. Uh, this was the very last story by Snyder and Capullo in the new 52 run. Uh, this is. Uh, it's uh, Gotham Is. And uh, we'll we'll learn more about that in a second. But as always, powerful Brandon, how's it going, my friend?
0: It is going. I, I'm doing very well, and I, I hope uh, both of you gentlemen are as as well.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: we'll find out. The second gentleman. Hello.
2: How are we doing? Doing well, bye. I just I just <laughs> told
0: you I'm doing well. Jesus
2: Christ, Justin. <laughs> well, I meant the listener, but. Yeah. Oh, is they going to
0: answer you? <laughs> hey, how, Hi, how's they, <laughs> hey, how's everybody out there doing? Leo, why can't I hear them? because because they can't talk back to you you fucking moron oh that's right thanks leo you're so good at reminding me what radio is <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> sorry sorry everyone and back to our scheduled programming <laughs>
1: um so this here is a story that uh, i found it very soothing you know oh, yeah. it, it, it's you know all hell breaks loose in gotham uh you know that th-
0: that never happens well
1: <laughs> There's a rumble. Uh, you know, uh Gotham loses complete power and uh Batman's trying to investigate and trying to figure out what's going on, you know, whose big plan is about to launch right now.
0: <laughs> Alfred, it's like a quaking on the earth. I think this might be an earthquake. <laughs> wow, Batman. That is that is a very awesome, isn't it? The world's greatest detective. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they said some interesting stuff, too. There's a lot of Easter eggs in this. And um, like when, when you go through and kind of dissect it, like going through what they're saying, like they're talking about like various scars that Batman has. They're talking about like issues that um Alfred has had. This is a really good bookend issue
1: yeah and, and you know i chose this because i just finally caught up with rebirth I, i'm i'm ready to read the latest issue which is like 118 i think like that oh uh and i haven't read so far behind. <laughs> uh i yeah, i haven't too, read i
2: don't read it at all
1: <laughs> no it, it's it's it wasn't as bad as people made it out to be you know?
2: i i like the tom king run Wait, hold I on, think hold on. until you get to the end it's um Like, there's some really good gems in the middle there.
0: Wait, 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 wait. What kind of commentary is that? It wasn't as bad as people made. So, like, are you saying it's good, Leo? Because it doesn't sound like it. You read
2: Double Date, right, Leo? (laughs) Yeah. what's that I, you read double date right the one with him and uh catwoman and
0: lois oh, yeah and Superman. yeah uh, that, that's I, a I just, great story that is a great fucking i love that that was awesome
1: yeah I, I mean it got a little confusing uh before the the wedding uh well around the time of the wedding as well um the wedding the wedding and yeah the wedding not wedding
0: can you call it a wedding if well no they got dressed up things and... were wedded,
1: you know it's cool.
2: It's cool seeing Catwoman take off on Batman and he doesn't even know it because he actually lets his guard guard down, and then she goes and she breaks into um like this wedding dress place, and then she's trying on a wedding dress and she's going yeah. out through the sewers and all. I'm like, that's cool shit, man. That's like the nitty gritty stuff that you don't get to see. Yeah. Like, I
1: like that. Well, also you, the interaction between uh, Bruce and Alfred, you know, just oh, de- picking him as, as his best man and just like, yeah, it, it's I enjoyed the series. And I know we're not talking about that now, but we definitely should cover Rebirth at one point. Um, but it, it's. I look
0: forward to it because it will give me an excuse to actually read. It. No, I'm serious. Uh, like, Yeah, I'm, it, I'm not I'm not being sarcasmic. <laughs> Doing this will will make me read it. And, you know, especially because we critique. I'll have to be forced to think about it instead of just adding it to the junk file in my brain.
1: Yeah, I I mean, going into it, you know, so many people were telling me, "Oh, it it, it sucks," and you know, the whole wedding thing—it was all just a dream, and it—it was, yeah, nothing like that. But
0: oh, because honestly, it still sounded like you were ramping it up for like. You told me it (laughs) sucks, and then I I finished it, and I was like, "Ah, you guys were like half right," and I'm like, "That's—I still don't know what you're trying to tell me."
2: Should I fucking read it? (laughs) He was he was building something that he never got to see happen, and then we got kind of like the bastardized version of what he was building with the City of Bane. But I mean, he did a lot of good work with characters like the Riddler, and you, you don't usually get that. Maybe you get like a little Riddler story, but now it's like okay, like you clearly define who the Riddler is, and you clearly know who, like you always know who Joker is, but it's it's this version. And, and you had like the war of jokes and riddles. And then you had Joker war after that. It's like Joker gets overused, but there's like other characters there. So it's like, Hey, what about kite man? Or, Hey, what about killer? Croc? What the fuck or,
1: about kite man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and they just finished fear state. As a matter of fact, that's the last episode I need to, uh, last issue I need to read is the, uh, the finale of fear state. And it's actually the last one where the the current uh, writer and artists uh, are doing. So their. that'll
2: be it for uh, James uh, Tinian the fourth.
1: Yes. Yep. So they're they're changing the guard next uh, issue. So that that'll be very interesting. But here was you know a big changing of the guard with the end of uh, the new 52 run. There was one issue after this, but uh, you know. It, this year was the end of Snyder and Capullo. I'm not sure why they didn't do the 52nd or the last uh, issue. Um,
2: maybe I don't know. Maybe uh, they they do weird stuff with marketing. Was like there DC a number
0: the zero movie? to
1: this series? Because then technically there was.
0: Yeah. Then technically they did 52 issues. Yeah.
1: Well, you also had the annuals.
0: The annuals. So. Yeah. So was they, it always them writing the, was it always them doing the annuals though?
2: No, I mean, annuals were different.
0: Yeah, it's usually a different team, yeah. right? So yep. so no, Leo, you are I not correct. Know. I don't know. Which
1: yeah. is weird too, because the annuals
2: in rebirth are the regular writers. Yeah. Which is odd. So
1: yeah. And also towards the end of the current run, they started throwing in bonus stories at the very end. Like unknown, well, the That's art was detected. really thing. You know? Yeah, the, the art was really uh, not so good. Ah, okay. Um, gotcha. And it was just like side characters, you know, like the clown hunter. Um,
2: oh, Fear State you're talking about now. Okay.
1: Yeah, the, the current run, yeah. Um, I
2: can't stand Punchline, man. Like, I feel like Punchline is a character who has just shoved down my throat. Yep. And I'm like, I want nothing to do with her, you know? Yeah.
1: Oh, and after... Uh, the whole debacle uh, when she becomes that influencer that she was so frigging annoying. Wow.
2: Absolutely annoying. And it's like, Oh, the Joker didn't kill you. Oh wait, now I'm flipping on the Joker, even though I love him. And I'm like, wow, this is just I, garbage, man. And, and like it's,
0: I, I, I know, I know the characters of which you speak, but this yeah. is
1: all gobbledygook. This is
0: <laughs> fucking balderdash, man. Like, well, you I'm just listening guys. Harley Quinn. You look, you, you two could <laughs> literally be making shit up right now. And like, just, like typing shit to one another, like say this thing, like let's, let's just see how long we can get Brandon to not fucking say anything. Cause he doesn't want to speak about something he he hasn't read. And I'll just sit here and be like, wow, this sounds fucking terrible, but I'm, you know, you might get to a point like an absolute apex where I'm like, all right, no fucking way. Yeah. No way. Did Bruce Wayne take off his bat costume and start fucking commissioner Gordon in front of the bat signal. That's not that that did not happen. And then, I know you two would type away and be like, no, it really did, man. (laughs) Try to give details and shit. No. I've never
2: seen Smokey fucking the bandit on (laughs) him. Except for the mustache. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, So, Justin, how far caught up are you?
2: I I'm in the beginning of fear state. Like I got okay. the first fear state book. I, I read it. I, I liked it. I, I thought it was cool. And I'm like, I'm a huge scarecrow fan. So I'm like, this is, this is great. Like, let's, let's see where this is going. Someone's yeah. going to take this character and, and make him a major player in Gotham. Yep. And um, I, I feel like they've done that with a lot of the other characters. So it, it was kind of like his time. Yeah. But um
1: well I mean, it, it, it definitely turns into a big storyline from him but what I was disappointed with and I know we we definitely need to get to uh uh new 52 but with the ending of um where Bruce lost all his money and <laughs> it went to Catwoman and and Fox um I know they have side stories going on there's a Catwoman series there there's I am Batman, which is uh, Fox's son as Batman now. But um, really, it, it felt like they were going to bring Batman back to his roots. You know, he he has his uh, trying to build his own Batmobile. And, and it seemed like it was going back to like year one type of deal. Yeah. And then they did nothing with it. It, it was it was very disappointing. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that.
2: I think that they tried something and they threw something against the wall, but it was too uncomfortable for them to follow up with. Yeah. And I think that with all the movies that are coming out with all the video games and stuff like that, it's hard to get new audiences into that and answer that big question of where does he get those wonderful toys? You know, well, oh, well, he's a millionaire. You know, and it's easier for them to understand that within this world that we live in with YouTube influencers and, you know, um, you know, Tesla rockets and stuff like that. It's like it's easier to understand that Batman could be Elon Musk, you know, um, <laughs> as, as opposed to, you know, Batman could be, you know, uh, some guy, you know, working on on stuff and solving crimes in his part time. So. Yeah. I, I guess it's just easier for at least that's my my opinion. I, I think that it's easier for people to swallow the pill that you know he's just got more money than than you know anybody. Then yeah. he knows what to do with. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I mean they did add a new character, uh Ghostmaker. And it's it sort of like
0: what? wow, <laughs> really scraping the bottom of the barrel for these names, huh? <laughs> Ghostmaker.
1: Yeah. Wow. Uh but it, it it's somebody that's known Bruce for ever since the very beginning and and so they did try to they did some flashbacks with his history and stuff like that oh
0: so yet another person connected to bruce's past yes yep like kathy
2: like kathy kane or kate kane yeah
0: what is this fucking hush all over again
2: everything is trying to be hush all over again which which was trying to be batman long halloween over again so it's like yes it's
0: oh man Nothing will ever be Batman the Long Halloween.
2: No, this, I mean, that's if they stopped making Batman stories after that was written, that would have been like, okay, great. They're, as far as I'm
0: concerned, they did. Yeah,
1: I did not that? check
0: out the long Halloween special, actually.
1: Oh, you should definitely check it out.
0: Oh, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It It's, it's, okay. I'll check it out. I'll
0: check. Yeah. I, I probably own it. Who knows? <laughs> like,
1: I have a vast, well, no, I mean, digital it, no, library. It, uh, well, yeah, it just came out. Um, just... oh, then maybe I don't. <laughs> yeah, that, that, maybe yeah, that the last,
2: uh, didn't it it come out soon? right after Halloween.
0: It did yeah. Yeah. that, would make sense. Be a little weird. Well, you think that it would Day. come
2: out before, but they they got it out. Um. I don't know. Just an interesting uh, thought because it wasn't written by Loeb and it wasn't um, drawn by Sale, right? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was? Oh yeah. wow! I'm yep. surprised they are still doing stuff.
1: Yeah, it, it it's a continuation of. Uh, it, it's like after Dark Victory, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah.
2: I, I met Tim Sale uh, maybe a couple of years after dark victory had come out and I was just like absolutely enthralled with his character design for Scarecrow. Cause again, big Scarecrow guy. We, yeah. we had like a 40 minute conversation on some English television show that he watched where he pulled that from. And I was just like, oh, cool. And I was like, you ever draw a booster gold before? He's like, Yeah, once. Uh, and I was like, Yeah, yeah. I, I ask every every artist that I meet that just because that's like my barometer for yeah. you know if we're gonna have a good time or not. <laughs> oh, booster gold, man. Oh, shit. Uh
1: okay. Why so- is this
0: why does this thing cost $7.99? That is fucking recalculous. It's fifty-three pages, special my ass.
2: That's that's where we are. I remember when DC was was doing this. This issue was probably part of it. Drawing the line at two ninety-nine. Yeah, right. and now it's just it's crazy like that's all the these funny black thing about
0: ones. lines you draw in the sand you can kind of erase them real easy yeah, exactly. and somewhere else that's why we draw
2: them in sand <laughs> well, well I mean when batman the damned came out that was 9.99 or 8.99 and oh, literally every other black lady that is fucking
0: that. story was Ugh.
2: oh you didn't like you didn't like that
0: Oh no, clearly I loved it but <laughs> I just made.
2: The, um, the one that was pretty good that I could think of is the uh was it dead earth from uh, Wonder Woman. I don't know if you got a chance to read that. That was pretty cool. I've
1: not, but I'll yeah. put it on the list. Yeah. Well uh so the issue we're talking about tonight uh, is uh, from new ba- uh, Batman new 52. it's issue 51 Gotham is. It was published June of 2016 written by scott snyder art by greg capullo inked by danny mickey and uh there was a variant cover by romita jr
0: which looks good
1: yeah yeah uh, i'll i'll pull it up here so this is the uh the capullo cover and the uh the romita cover is on right here yeah. looks yeah hey look john romita everybody yeah Ooh, he look done.
0: at all the look at all the lines everywhere. It's cool. I like I like lines. You guys like straight lines on everything. I know <laughs> I
2: do. No, <laughs> wow, that one's curved there, uh, Brandon.
0: <laughs> oh, it's nice to see that he's switching it up a little, You doing something different with the Batman stuff. I like, like
2: how he makes everything look like there's a thin layer of uh, coal dust on it. You know, so if you ever <laughs> look at his X Men stuff from the uh, the eighties, you're like, oh, they look like pig pen from. Uh... <laughs> from the the peanuts and all that
0: like i'm looking at batman's like suit and it's just like it's rippled all the way through like
2: i don't know this picture it is
0: yeah and like it it almost looks like he wants to draw like wolverine with all kinds of arm hair on him instead yeah like Like i said
2: pig pen and it's raining
0: maybe that's maybe that's how the the picture the like the illustration started out like he sketched wolverine then he was like, "All right, now let me turn Wolverine into Batman." And he was like, "There we go, perfect. I've nailed it."
1: And add yeah. all the bubbles over.
0: Batman doesn't look like he'd be a very tall dude from from what his uh, like physique looks like here.
2: Do you guys think it looks like he's pooping on his cape? <laughs>
1: Uh, no, but now I can't unsee it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and I, and I mean, I joke, but I, oh, I, God, that'd be
1: terrible. Like He's downward. in a downward
0: angle. It's just going to go right down towards his,
2: oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, his no, other, it, his it, other it, leg it's is hanging down on the other side. So it,
1: it's his own squatty potty.
0: Yeah.
2: The baddie potty in the water tower. The
1: baddie potty. The batty potty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, we, we start off, uh, in the dark. Uh, we have, uh, Penny one uh coming down the uh the stairs and uh he he makes a remark of uh you know um actually i jumped a little bit ahead here uh but with bruce with all the scars being gone and uh this year so I, i'm not caught up with uh new 52 but he he's talking about the lazarus pit apparently him and joker fell in are you guys familiar with that
0: uh, I mean I, I, I know parts of what you said separately. I don't know anything about the the convergence of those things.
1: no this was
2: around uh, death of the family for that like story? they both
1: fell in together. Uh, that's what it, it sounds like he says. Um, hmm. yeah. That's weird. I, I don't
2: remember the specifics of that story just that Joker had you know cut off his face and then put it back on and then he came back afterwards but i I think that Joker was brought back to life in the Lazarus pit for this okay
1: yeah we'll, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll definitely have to uh, look into that. that yeah so when he's heading on out he he's asking Alfred you know uh, how busy it, is it out there you know how much camouflage should we give? Uh and Alfred says there's really nobody out there. So uh Batman says, Let's just take her out as she is. We get an awesome shot of the Batmobile. And uh I, I like this design. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it, it certainly evokes like several different versions of the Batmobile, certainly. Uh I mean the, the bat face type thing on the very front, like that's certainly uh you know, very, very similar to what the bat shield was on the original batmobile uh back in the, oh, yeah. the bill finger era and of course it has the overall elongated design with the the low suspension uh of the tim burton batmobile uh and it's armored as fuck like you can see which is what we know of from sp- particularly the nolan
2: movies exactly that's what i was thinking it looks like that tumbler
0: yeah it's like all all three very deftly woven into a, a one design. So I think they, I think they did a pretty good job with it. All things being equal.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, We'll definitely have to review, you know, uh, the Batmobile throughout the new 52. Once we get to it. Um, But the lights go out in Gotham and uh, Batman meets up with Gordon, Uh, you know, and, and you definitely have a very, very nice interaction between the both of them. Ends it with, uh, I, I'm not going to turn around because uh, you're gone, but be careful out there. And throughout this whole thing, we're, we're, we're getting, uh, you know, just uh, some side story, you know, uh, and we find out later it, it's a, uh, a writer for the Gotham Gazette. Uh, Gotham is dangerously comfortable.
0: Dangerously comfortable.
1: Yeah,
2: now that, that line definitely resonated with me a little bit because I was thinking about it and I'm like, I can see where that makes sense for him to say that because with gordon it's all he knows and that's where the comfort lies in there but with batman the comfort that he gets is because he's a step ahead and he's already thought of their things
0: but it continues on mm-hmm. to say until it's just dangerous you know, and that's uh oh
2: then go to the next page after yeah. that and it's comfortable again so-
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Some interesting uh, character designs here, too, because I was looking at Clayface, and I'm like, is that the Parasite, like, but colored like Clayface?
0: <laughs> it is, it is uh, definitely very reminiscent of the uh, 90s redesign of the Parasite, of, of Parasite, I shouldn't say the Parasite, Parasite, uh, the Superman villain, uh, because Parasite did not always look, you know, so monstrous and grotesque. He was,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he was always more of a, you know, purple humanoid shape that you know just sucked down superpowers and could hold on to him for a little while <laughs> like <laughs> then with a uh, power surge after superman came back uh he you know at the whole death and return of superman he found that his body was absorbing solar radiation like 20 times the rate it was before and he was he couldn't control his powers and he was actually growing larger to the point where he was no longer going to be able to contain any of it and he was likely going to like explode everywhere That's uh, that's
2: like Superman for all seasons, right? Or or was uh, that uh, All Star Superman? Superman. All Star,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. because it wasn't destroying his cells. His it was his his cells themselves were absorbing uh, solar activity, but like he just couldn't do anything to dispel it quick enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it got to the point where he was like so jacked up that he actually like they got the parasite and he siphoned off like all kinds of excess shit and that's when he turned into this big purple monster with like huge gnarly teeth and shit.
2: Was that was that close to like the Ed McGuinness sort of uh Batman public enemies uh, uh, might have
0: been men? a might have been a few years before that. It was um it was a story arc called Power Surge that went across oh, cool. like the the four books I think. You know, uh Adventures Action uh Superman and what was the other I feel like there was a fourth. Oh, Man of Steel. Superman and the Man of Steel.
1: Was that also covered in an animated series as well? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, the way you're describing what happened with the parasite, it, it sounds familiar. That. They've talked um, on that. You know,
0: I think I think that did happen. Actually, yeah, you're right. It did happen um recently. Was it the newest Superman Man of Tomorrow that they had the parasite in? But I do know what you're talking about, Leo. Oh, yeah, did, yeah, might have been. Yeah, they they definitely did something Unchained. like that.
2: Superman Unchained, the one where he goes and fights Brainiac, because I think they had a scene in in the beginning where uh, he was in like a prison or something, and and it's uh, you know Rudy the parasite. It was it was but, one of the animated ones but, uh, I remember seeing. But
0: uh, uh, but, uh, but uh, I can say this much: like that's how it happened in the comic books. That was the basis for anything you know that came after it. Uh, was that. He became like that and was was stayed like that ever since. Uh, Superman and his ilk used uh, Rudy as the cure for what was ailing Superman.
2: Which so. is great because it gives the parasite a whole new level. Because you know, like we see him always as being like the villain, and what what I think of him is like he was the bad guy in Kingdom Come that split open Captain Atom and started the whole damn thing. Yeah, so it, it's kind of cool that they gave him purpose like that. It'd be like, hey, let's get you and Silver Banshee and like you're gonna save well, I think, life. <laughs> I think they I, I
0: can't I believe it was like a choice. It wasn't like they forced him to do it. Like they said, like you can do this and help Superman, uh, but there's a chance that like both you either you or the both of you will die. And he was like, uh, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. You know, like he's like, uh you know, sure. I believe it was like sure. I, I guess I can say, you know, whatever I I say Superman, at least they'll fucking owe me one. And
2: now <laughs> now know? I'm thinking about this, and I think that happened in the cartoon series, and that's why Parasite ended up getting a TV or something. Or, or maybe that was Ultra Human item I'm thinking of. I don't know.
0: But. Maybe. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. So yes, uh, uh, Clayface in this does bear quite a similarity to Parasite from uh, Superman.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so we get a uh, very odd-looking Bane, uh, Clayface. Actually, all of these are pretty... You know, odd looking. Uh, Riddler, Scarecrow, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, Killer Croc, uh, and Bane reading that. I just hear the 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 thespian uh, speaking from uh, the Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like the cape, is that purple? It should be cape? the role
2: of a century. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I like the cape. Is that
0: purple on the inside?
1: Perfect. <laughs> uh Batman responds, I don't know. Is it come take a look? Uh and uh we find out that you know he didn't really have anything to worry about because there was uh there was some parameters in place to uh to keep them. Don't accurate. worry,
0: Batman. I stopped them with lasers.
1: <laughs>
0: That's what it boils down to, gang.
1: Uh exactly you gotta learn to trust me.
0: They made me the head of Arkham for a reason, and it's not because I'm incompetent. Because I have lasers, you see how well I use them. Thank you and good night, sir.
2: I, I like this that it's either Nathan Lane or the Cowardly Lion that is is playing the voice of uh, Arcus <laughs> or, or Arkham. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy, <laughs> <laughs> Nuck. <Nook. laughs>
1: Uh, so uh batman uh you know he uh continues whatever caused this event isn't terrestrial if somebody is attacking the city and uh they're doing it from underground and then we cut to court of owls um and uh since i didn't read the court of owls story are you guys familiar with this
2: oh yeah no. yeah so so basically it was a um kind of like a urban legend that even batman didn't know that existed this uh ultra elite secret society of assassins that was uh putting things into motion in gotham and um like if they wanted you dead you were dead
0: oh yeah i and, did read and, this i'm sorry i did read this this is one i actually read oh, shit. yeah <laughs> sorry go ahead justin i apologize
2: no you're you're uh um... That's actually where I was going to jump off. So, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, okay.
0: I, I I did read some of this. I, I know what you're
2: talking about.
1: <laughs> did, did it start with uh Batman or Bruce with a doctor friend?
2: I don't think so. No, no that's, remember. that's more hush. This, this one hush. is, um, wait, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it, did. it does. It's, okay. it's
0: definitely like yep. a doctor friend or something like that. Yeah. I, they're I'm, part I'm, of the, they're part of the whole,
2: maybe they jumped out of the yeah. tower and all that. And, uh, Talons there and you know uh, he's he's uh trying yeah. to kill bruce wayne but they don't know he's batman so it's yeah yeah I no, it's, it's a great shit, story
0: I, I fucking read this how wow i can't believe i, I read this guys <laughs> it's, it's blowing my mind
1: <laughs> uh i think i got uh part way through uh this I believe you
2: I- guys covered it on splash pages really i'm pretty sure wow it, it was like pretty early on but it's uh, like well,
0: maximum comic book saturation you i just know can't, you can't but that's what happens sometimes
2: you know especially with a character like batman it's, it's hard to pick and choose like what you remember from like the continuities and all that yeah now i've got all this stuff in my head from like you know the, the crisis and infinite earths era and it's like yeah, that doesn't mean anything in the new 52 See, man,
0: that's why I weave in and out of, you know, series. You know, like yeah. I can't can't stick with it all the time because oh yeah, That's like reading X Men
2: comics, dude. Oh god, I'm like, comics you know what? I'm gonna up. check in in three years. I'll let me know how they're doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listen, like I've read some pretty good X Men stories, but I've also read some pretty bad X Men stories. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm okay with trying to follow every single thing because. They all it's always like they hook you, you know, this it starts with like a couple things here and there and then they always pull that fucking net in and they start involving all 26 X titles that they have. And if you miss a single fucking issue of it, oh, you're going to be completely lost after that point. So it's like, man, that's great and all, but let me know when, like, volumes one through four are released and what they sell for, and I'll, I'll just get them digitally. See,
2: that that's the beautiful thing about DC Comics is because they will literally tell you the story that's going on, and half the book you're reading will reprint the story in a different artist's version of what you were looking at. So it's like, oh, yeah, this, is, this happened. Oh, okay, thanks. Thanks for catching me up. Yeah. I know. It's just ugh, ridiculous.
0: Anyway, anyway, yeah. so, <laughs> that so we, can be difficult to keep up on for sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, so we get to three members of of the quarter owls. They're underneath and they're talking to three floating heads. Uh, the strigidare. Like you do. Like you do. <laughs> uh, the mantling. It has to be the start of the mantling when we know the strigidare are almost ready. I have no idea what this means. Uh, I couldn't <laughs> even
2: pronounce the word in my head.
1: Uh, but whatever is happening in Gotham tonight is not our doing, the uh, the glowing masks say, and uh, then uh, you know, the uh, they get booted out by uh, a a very um, strong woman. Is this bad? Yes, one of
0: one of the women, like one of the people on the boat asking the three floating masks from the court of owls about the mantling. And I believe it's pronounced trigger die. Okay. Uh, I, am I, I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I, I think it's, right. I bet you're right. But, um, that woman who is speaking to the floating heads is actually Bruce Wayne slash Batman in disguise. And then he, he knocks those other two dudes on the boat with him, right? The fuck out. That is the technical term, by the way. Yep. Okay.
1: Uh, and he responds, no trail here. Penny one, Gotham is waiting for the other shoe to drop. Gotham is waiting for the shoe to drop. Hey, you got the, you got the title in there. Gotham. Man.
0: Oh, they said the name of the thing in the thing. I love when they do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we move next to, uh, to Penguin. Um, Gotham is waiting for the axe to fall. Indeed. Uh, or the bang. Gotham is sitting with your back to the wall. Oh, it rhymes. Ooh. <laughs> look at Dr. Seuss
2: So, So this is um, one of those weird disconnects if you're not into this whole lore of story. Was that the Joker that was just sitting there waiting, you know, like killing a mosquito on him? And I was trying to figure out who the other guys were because you, you definitely have a penguin. And I'm like, is that like Tobias Whale? Like, I don't know who the guy behind him was. So, so got the other guy, and I'm like, is that is that a black mask?
1: OK, according to. Yeah, it's Penguin, Black Mask and Great White Shark.
2: Great White Shark. OK,
0: Penguin and Black Mask make make a lot of sense actually being in the same place. I, I
2: love I, Black Mask. Anytime that I can see him, I, I'm just all about him. He is such a creepy character.
0: I don't know. Great. I don't know much about. I don't know anything about great.
2: What was it, He's a small white? time. He's a small time guy, you know, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like fucking poor man's
2: killer croc.
1: And uh, that must be Joker because it does list him in the uh, DC database as being in the issue.
2: Yeah, that's that's what I figured because I'm like he definitely has that elongated face and the hair. So yeah, okay. And but not not knowing, I mean, like only thing I could relate this to is like Batman White Knight. So but I was like ah. You know, it's not that story, but it kind of he looks like him from that. I guess
0: you got to cover that one of these days, man. Oh, yeah. That could be a that could be a twofer. We'll
2: talk about that. (laughs) That's a seven ninety nine book, too. I own that, though. I'm not fucking worried
0: about it. I already have it. It's money already been spent. I'm not I'm not sweating it.
1: (laughs) Uh, So Joker responds. Not yet. Not this night. And the other character that's uh, apparently mentioned only is Crazy Quilt
2: yeah he mentions him in the beginning when they was talking about a stitch after oh. um he's like oh who, who would have thought that uh you know someone named crazy quilt would have been like such a gifted stitcher or something because he actually um like uh stitched up batman uh after like he got a wound so that's that's when um alfred was actually talking to him about like his scars gotcha want to know how i got these scars
0: i already know master wayne Thank
2: you. You documented each of them video and then you <laughs> I've had to
0: sew you up many a time. Oh yeah,
2: that's right. I forgot you're that guy. <laughs> there's <laughs> this there's this great painting that Alex Ross did of uh Batman just showing like his back,
1: mm. you know, like
2: Bruce Wayne I, I should say showing his back and just like did all it. like the bullet holes and stuff, and it's just so cool. Yeah, like yeah. the huge like gash marks and shit. Yeah. yeah. I've seen
1: it, it
0: looks, looks like, like hamburger. Looks like he got whipped at some point, too. Like, like and like, like for real, like it, it looks bad. It's like a roadmap of pain.
2: Oh, nice, nice frighteners reference.
0: Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. That's how deeply embedded to my subconscious that movie is. <laughs>
2: wow. Who so, the hell
0: says roadmap of pain?
2: Yeah. Uh Jeff Coombs. Holy my shit. body is
1: roadmap wow. of Holy pain. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Yep
0: okay yeah you are correct and yep that is deeply seated (laughs) (laughs) all right anyway (laughs) yeah
1: so so the last person he he comes across uh you know apparently it's uh somebody from the whisper gang uh looking for the owls um and uh yeah it turns out he is the writer
0: (gasps) dun 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 of the of the little black boxes that we're reading that say Gotham is not the not the actual writer of the comic book. Correct, <laughs> correct. <laughs> to make make that specification, <laughs> real An, meta.
2: Animal Man comes out. <laughs> you
1: know. I can see you. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and and you know, just uh, goes goes more into the story. But I, I love the way it ends. It's a cool uh, visual. But uh, you know this this quote is 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 awesome uh, from the article. Uh, I can only hope you're reading this Batman in case you don't know this column asks people of the city to send in letters with their answers to one question. Gotham is Gotham is what in the end, the answer to the question the column poses is simple. It's what we say to you and what you say to us. Gotham is you always. And, And that's, that's perfect. It's, you know, Uh, To Batman Gotham is the people he's there to protect the people and and for the people you know it's Gotham is is obviously Batman you know it's not Joker It's not chaos it's you know Batman is Gotham
0: he is truly a man of the peoples. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's nice to have a book that is not completely seated in action like action exists, or at least the potential for action. Yeah. But You find that that's where you get like those little nuggets of humanity from characters. And it's like there's Gordon, there's there's Alfred you know, you're, you're getting a little from the writer there. So Batman is more of the sounding board and the foil for the the plot and everything else. So that's, that's kind of the fun thing about this, this story is that it wasn't just kind of like a Batman mystery or a Batman action fest. It was, well, here's how the world around Batman is affected by Batman. And and I think that's what makes this book effective.
1: Yeah. And, And especially thinking back and like I said, just, you know, reading rebirth, Uh, Going from such a lull here into the absolute chaos that is rebirth. (laughs) I mean, it it starts off with Batman trying to save a plane that's about to crash into Gotham. Like he's he's tied himself to the plane. He's trying to, like, steer it. And, you know, he thinks, you know, he talks to uh, Alfred, you know, will my parents be proud that I die like this? You know, I mean, rebirth starts off with that it's just definitely um it does go a
2: little astray with like the whole like now there's like 50 different you know people working in gotham it's like oh and here's the squire and here's the signal and here's the this and it's like all right calm down yeah like it, it gets a little funky at times but i mean it's it's a satisfying read yeah. I,
0: I I found it to be quite good. Um, aside from the the whole court of owls stuff that's in there.
2: I didn't like that part.
0: um it's very it's very on the nose for whatever's going on at that moment in time within the comics. Uh, but otherwise, I thought this was a really, really well done, well told, self contained type of story. Um you know, there's really not a lot more information you need past, like, some of your basic stuff about Batman. Like, y- even if you watch, like, the cartoon show and you would never pick, like, you, you know, Batman animated series. You picked up this comic. Mine sounds the Court of Owls, okay? Everything that you see here is recognizable in a fashion. You know, especially how they, they've combined elements to still keep the familiar thing in front of you. Uh, you know the Batmobile being a great example of what they did to, to sort of bring different uh, eras together uh, to make it sort of timeless compared to those those separate elements. Uh, i I found it's it's always a great device for a character like Batman, a larger than life character, to have the the you know regular person's point of view represented, especially uh, as the as the backdrop lays out um, from what the the actual main character is doing, like we get this narrative while Batman is taking care of all these separate bits that you know he's hoping to converge into solving whatever his dilemma is at the time. That's like quintessential Batman, you know. It, I I just I I find that these types of stories they they help humanize the character in a way. That you wouldn't get otherwise. There's one, there's a story similar to this that was done um for the World Without a Superman uh miniseries after uh Superman was killed by Doomsday back in the 90s. And uh in it, the uh reporter Ron Troop, who works for the Daily Planet, he writes about like Metropolis and Superman, and it's all from a perspective of just like a normal guy who lives in the city, like he knows what goes on and you know, he he takes some things for granted and he's now realized, like, you know, what they what they had and didn't realize, blah, 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 blah. And it humanized a character that's not even really present through most of it. But most of all, it shows you like the living entity that that champion protected, you know, the city in and of itself. It's not just a thing made of brick and mortar. It's it's the people that live within it. And that's the kind of thing that's important to remember when you read about characters like this. They're not doing this because they necessarily want to. They're doing it because they feel like they have to. They need to. Mm, Those people yeah. need them. And they, they feel that they are the best and most equipped to, to do that. And you can get away from the, the human element of that and just go full on titillation more often than not. And, and you, you kind of get a lot of stuff lost in translation. So it's good to reset the barometer with something like this, especially like you said, as they're gearing up to go into what was going to be a whole new like era, essentially for the character it was going to be very different from what they've been setting up throughout their run. Uh, yeah, so a
2: reset, right? Like,
0: yeah. Um, so, so it's a, it's a real, yeah. it's a real way to cap what the, not just what Batman's influence on his environs is, but also vice versa, what his environment does to him and for him, you know, like look at, look at what happened in Arkham Asylum. He was all ready for all kinds of shit to go down. That was going to be like his night, you know? And then boom, no, they had it on lockdown. Everything was fine. Okay. Well that's certainly different from what we've seen him do before. And it subverts what we expect right there in that moment. And it allows him to continue on. And we get more of that exposure to everything that's happening on a regular basis. Just a smattering, I should say. Not everything. But, like, otherwise, we wouldn't see this if Batman were just, you know, going full-on brawl with all of these fucking criminals from his rogues gallery in a hallway in Arkham Asylum. Sometimes it's okay to, like, skip that beat and, and go for what makes the most sense for who Batman is and why Gotham is important
1: well said yeah absolutely and you know you definitely touched on 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 one thing there about you know the lull and where and we didn't even touch on this is it turns out it it was terrestrial terrestrial it was you know like an earthquake that knocked out power yeah i
0: mean to to be incredulous about that is kind of funny too considering everything that's gone on because of the fact that gotham city sits on a freaking fault line i mean that's why Cataclysm and No Man's Land occurred. There's a huge story arcs in Batman. If you haven't read them, read them.
1: <laughs> Actually, I have not. Hey, I love. If no Man's you haven't read, the video, read yeah. them, Leo? Read them. I
2: really, really loved No Man's Land. But as I was talking about that dark era after No Man's Land, like Bruce Wayne murderer and all that, I could not like. See, an arc this is less.
0: see, and it's funny. That's like <laughs> that ebb and flow thing for me because I was there for Cataclysm. And mm-hmm. I was there for No Man's Land and then Murderer started up and I was like, eh, no, let's get this one. Yeah, and you're like, oh, great. Was, Ruka. I love was, this. Then it's it was, like it was fine by me. I, you know, no, no sweat. I, I I walked away. It wasn't even like, a, oh, I got to quit the habit. No cold turkey. I just, eh, sure. Yeah. I guess I'm I didn't done. make
2: it out. I didn't make it out. I was still like, like getting like Batman detective comics, legends of the dark Knight, you know, like, like all of them. And I had all of them. I, I literally gave all those books away to someone who's like a avid Batman collector. I'm like here, Here's 27 pounds of comic books from the early 2000s, <laughs> 1999 have, until 2003. But
0: I do know that, how many pounds of comic books I have.
2: I, I know it specifically because I sent it to my friend, oh. Daryl shout out to the Loot bros podcast. You know, um, I, I sent it out to him cause he's kind of like a, a completionist and he's like, Oh, I'll, I'll go through these with my son and all that. And I'm like, that's awesome. More power to you. I gave him two long boxes, man. <laughs> he's like I don't it cost 27, what you with them. 27 pounds, media mail sent that shit out. Holy Get out of wow. here. Get out of my life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this was all pre-Damian, you know, like that kind of stuff. So it's like, you know. Dude, that's, that's knocking
0: futz. I, yeah, I, I
2: just didn't like it.
0: You think? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm picking up on that. <laughs> exactly.
2: so,
1: well, definitely, you know, include your your two cents as we're picking more stories. Uh, as of uh, if you absolutely hate something, definitely.
2: I'm I'm glad that you picked this one because it, it's it's a reset, it's a palate cleanse, it's it's a capstone to the end of New 52. And New 52 Batman was the highlight of New 52. but like, He had some really good ideas, like Wonder Woman be, being a daughter of Zeus. That was a New 52 idea. Yeah, you know, that was a great uh, idea too. Catwoman was really good, you know. Um, like she had a really good story, like Judd Winnick did, like, this whole thing on Catwoman. It's like, this is really great, you know. And then they switched, and it's like, all right, well, maybe it's not as good, but uh, Gail Simone doing um uh, Secret Six and doing um Batgirl, you know, Batgirl came back for the first time in what like 20 years or something, and, and she brought her back. Like, there was like some really, really fun stuff that they did. Not everything worked. You know, and not yeah, everything was what you wanted, but you yeah, know, it's, it's funny. Like,
0: I don't even think I regularly, uh, like read Superman because I was, it was like so hit or miss. Uh, but I do know that I read like the entirety of Earth 2. Yes, and, yeah, and that Earth came was out, great. The whole thing because like, they they broke it up into different series, like they did Earth 2, and then it was like Earth 2 Society, I, and something like that, but like. They they renamed the series like a few times. It became a new series with each new chapter, which was which was pretty cool. Great way to like kind of segment it. Um, but I I read the hell out of that. I loved like every fucking page of it. It was great. And yeah, I, I, would, I, not, I would not have League gotten Dark that if the new, too. Uh, yeah, Justice League Dark was was all right. I didn't keep up with it after a while because I I got burned out on the new 52 like real quick. It it, was, yeah, it was a lot. It, like, you must 52. have read Red
2: Hood and the Outlaws.
0: Oh my god, yeah, I fucking I canceled that right away. Like, no, thank you. I was done. So, um, Superboy was one that I was kind of digging on for a little bit because that was like a weird sci-fi kind of thing. I would, it was different, um, but yeah, like I I think I read a little bit of Batman when when the new Fifty Two started up, but I didn't keep up with it. I ended up having to eliminate like so many comics because I, I wanted to try them all out.
2: Yeah, um, there was a lot.
1: But I
0: mean, there was no there series was three
2: Batman titles. So Yeah,
0: no. there was there was no series that I ended up staying like with all the way through to the end. Uh that that Earth Two, every bit of bit of those I, I stuck with. Like I was right there for it. Um I did I like towards the end I did do like the Superman truth stuff because I thought that was pretty cool. It was like kind of depowered to like 1938 levels um and i really dug like the the shirt because it's like fleischer-esque and what have you um but the lead up into how he like actually dies in the comic and uh convergence happens and then like old superman takes his place somehow it's cool but really weird and convoluted like okay sure you got superman back and it's clark with lois and they have a fucking kid it was a roundabout way, so like, <laughs> it really took the long road this time, kids. Um, but Batman, but I think I kinda, we get the
1: shorts back though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yay. So, <laughs> so glad we got the fucking undrews on the outside again. Like I love how everyone lost their mind when Superman fucking stopped wearing fucking trunks on the outside of his costume. But no one that's said that's when he became a cocky boo. bastard. No one said boo when they got rid of Batman's. Not a fucking word, nothing. No one see, yeah. No one gives a shit. That's that's my point. Like Batman, no more no more underoos for him, and everyone's like, oh, okay, yeah, Batman. Superman, no more red trunks. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I didn't even know you had that strong opinion about it, Grandma. Like, <laughs> it's it's just it's so fucking weird to me. But uh, I think Batman, I read for a little bit. I don't remember much about it, and I definitely stopped at the point where like Com- Commissioner Gordon was in some big weird bat armor thing. Uh, that was fucking odd. I, I don't know. Like the antennas for the thing looked like bat ears. It was. I didn't know. I don't know what drugs they were taking when they wrote it. But man, oh man, I wish I knew their contact. Yeah.
2: Well, this this was post Nolan verse two, so it's like 2011 is when they hit us with the new 52. So we are just reeling off of everything that happened with like the Heath Ledger Joker, and then then you've got like uh, Dark Knight Rises and all that with Bane. So it's like that's the era that we were in for characters. So a lot of this should kind of resemble that.
1: Wrong, <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. It, it seems like now we're we're sort of at like the changing of the guard. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. I, I've been trying to. I'm not reading all the storylines obviously, but just trying to keep up with with what's going on, especially with you know the new uh Superman books and, and you know obviously reading rebirth but um you know that they, they've they're definitely playing up Batman's age a lot recently like you know how how much of an old man he's becoming you know and then uh Superman they they were talking about killing him off again, but then you have uh Damien has his own book you know and, and uh yep. And then Son of Kal El, and you know those two were were buddy buddy for a while. Um, so it definitely seems like they're they're trying to get start, us ready for a start, change. In the they're trying to
0: start Legacy, like yeah. That's, legacy. That's like been my one thing forever. You know, it's it's a weird way to go about doing it. Um, but hey, you know whatever. If if they're taking those steps, I'm all for it because you know I I just I, it's it's just gotten to a point now where comic books they they've kind of become like sort of sort of parodying a parody of themselves with those tropes like how do you how do you progress a character if they never progress you know that's what it boils down to and uh i've i've long been a proponent of like natural aging in in comics and what have you and to see them try to attempt it i mean i've said it before i'll say it till like my dying fucking day like if the comic book universe in DC was like set up more like John Byrne, Superman, Batman generations, one of the best stories, let alone Elseworlds I've ever read, then comic books right now would be absolutely fucking mind blowing. Like I, I guarantee it because they would still be able to segment it out so they could introduce like people could jump in, but you have to remember like there's collected volumes of everything. Everyone acts like, Oh man, if I jump in, I'm not going to know, or they're not going to know. So why would we want to do that? It's like, look at the age we live in. Everything is fucking accessible. Exactly. Yeah. You think what, 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 like, look at how many people get into doctor who like all the time, like they just discover it. Do you think, do you think that, I mean, look at they're into it. And The fact that the thing's been on, on since pretty much the sixties, it doesn't fucking scare them off. And it's been continuous. It's it's not like it's not like they're broken up, it's always the same doctrine going through all of these things through time. Everything has happened. So if yeah, but you that's wonder, Britain's
2: but, major export is Doctor Who. But my point <laughs> is
0: my point is it's beloved the world over. Oh, yeah. It wins new fans all over the world. Why would uh, an American slash worldwide staple like Superman or Batman be any different? Really think about it, especially, like I said, in this day and age, you can find these things online, like digitally, even like you can, you can carry them around your pocket. You can fucking read comic books while you're on the train, like easy peasy. You, you if you if you want to find the stories, they'll be there. So why, why not? And for everyone who, you know, is like freaking out because things are actually like moving forward. Like hey, you know the stories that you love are still there too. You know, the, nothing's preventing you from reading the the character in the form that you love the most. Like
2: that's okay. We were okay. just talking about that with yeah. um, Batman the White Knight, you know, each of us rereading that, you know.
0: Yeah, so it you know, it's it it's I don't know, it's it's just a, a sort of like I, I feel like it's always been a lazy man's argument to say like, "Oh, well we want, we don't want to confuse people." you are like, "Nah, I, you know, people can be pretty stupid, but I think they understand how like se- sequential numbers work and <laughs> how to fucking look shit up on Google. Like for real, it- it's it's not that difficult. Anyway, that's that's my thing. It- it's it's the twenty first century. I don't know about you. you, d- you. I'm saying, yeah. Just I'm just saying. <laughs> At yeah, this point, I you, just have to comic book it. luddites. You know, fucking
2: yeah. <laughs> comic book luddites. Yeah, they only read by candlelight. <laughs>
0: you know? I only I only read paper by candle. I can't I touch the paper system. on a Sunday. I don't Sunday. have electric lights in my house. They're all still <laughs> powered by gas.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I I, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry, <laughs> no, it's fine. I I, I totally agree, and, and I think you know maybe keeping the main storylines um, where you know you get the characters to age, and uh, you actually have different development. And then you have the black labels and and the spinoff series, you know. Yeah. Not not everything needs to tie in. And a matter of fact, get rid of tie ins. Tie ins are so Ugh. annoying. They're tiresome. Because, yeah. You know. Tired
0: ins. <laughs> tie ins make money, guys. That's <laughs> yeah.
2: that's the problem. Tie ins make money. Yeah, yeah. The
0: comic I, industry I, is I really booming buying, like, from all the tie ins they're yeah. doing now.
1: Well like like Fear State was what, like forty something issues?
2: Yeah. I mean you look you look in the book 40 and it's something like something issues all these books are yeah. touched by it. Fear it's State like, I don't some... need to know what Beast Boy is doing right now. You
1: know No, it, well in I mean Fear State, I mean I just read the what was it? Just like the twenty or twelve or whatever it was within Batman. Uh, but yeah, it spun off, you know, uh, you know, everywhere, you know, it was just, yeah, it was, it was the 2021 event, you know, Jesus
0: so. married Joseph and all of his carpenter friends. Jesus, <laughs> yeah.
2: They, they all had issues. That's, that's the thing.
0: Yeah. It sounds like they all had issues for sure. <laughs> Jesus. That means two things. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, like I'm all, I'm all for, I'm all for exactly what you said, Leah. Like, The characters, the classic characters are the same. you can do like those standalone stories, standalone miniseries, you know what I mean? You can keep them coming, have different people do their renditions. Like, you know, it doesn't even have to be black label, you know what I mean? But it doesn't always have to follow this like uber thread through everything. Give us a fun, exciting, interesting story. You know, I, I don't think that's too much criteria to meet. Right, it's funny because
2: they're doing in comics what Marvel's doing in movies, but they refuse to do that in their movies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, uh, let's see, let's see what's happening with their movies after like the next couple come out, especially the Flash. You know,
2: well, I did see Batman now, the Batman, the uh, Pattinson. um, They have the Lego sets out, so if you go to your local uh, store that has toys and all that, they had like a whole big like sort of thing and I'm like I don't know if kids are ready for that or if like I as a Batman fan and ready to get like the Batman Technic set you know for I'm the vengeance. Batmobile you know
0: Yeah well we'll we'll fucking see how how you know the general populace uh, reacts to this movie to uh Robert Pattinson's uh rendition of the character uh, I'm sure I'm, it's going to be all right I'm sure it's going to be fine I've uh, you know yeah. I I don't really personally like invest a lot of personal feelings into Batman movies like Batman movies to me are like, I don't know, uh, the box of baking soda we keep in the back of my fridge.
2: <laughs> it's just always there. It's you just know always
0: it there. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it, it, sometimes it does a lot of good. Sometimes it's, it stinks and you have to get a new one. <laughs> like That's, I feel like I just summed up the Batman movies pretty well. <laughs> like,
2: Do you guys it, find that after our last episode, um, did any of your opinions change on the Batman movies?
0: I don't think so. I, I mean, no, nah, I I think I'm I think I'm pretty staunch on, on what my list is.
2: I, I realized I like Batman Forever Better Than Returns, which was kind of oh, like I've,
0: a... I've made no bones about that. No. I've always liked Batman Forever Better Than Batman Returns. Uh, I mean, granted, I don't I don't enjoy the continuation of the trope that Tim Burton started with Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns. That one's a little tired because we still see that all the time. You know, uh, Edward Nigma, he's just like kind of frazzled and kind of crazy hair and crazy eyed, bespectacled and obviously like a little bit of a weird loner and then an accident befalls him. It's like the same shit that happens to Michelle Pfeiffer. And then like the same shit that happens, like Jamie Foxx, the, yeah, the same shit yeah, the same shit that happens to Uma Thurman and Batman and Robin. Like, all right, we fucking we get it. Like the second you see someone with kind of like weird hair and glasses and they're kind of like they're doing the like Jerry Lewis thing. No, I don't
2: know. (laughs) What do I
0: do? Same thing
2: happens to Eddie Murphy and the clumps.
0: (laughs) Yeah, once you see that, you're like, oh, so that's the villain. Cool. And it's a Batman movie. So actually, at this point in the game, let's just I want to I wouldn't even single out Batman movies. It's a superhero slash comic book movie. Yeah. So not only do we look at them and say, oh, they're the villain. We also say and they're going to die at the end of this movie,
1: yeah. I mean, yep. yeah, look at uh, what was that, Iron Man 2 or 33? Yep. Uh, the one with Mandarin 33, oh, three. Yeah, three, yeah. Three, three. yeah, yeah, because you had the um, the guy, yeah, guy uh, he left at the top of the tower, yeah.
0: But I'm just saying, like, how do you build up a rose gallery and have an arch nemesis if you fucking kill every single person you come across, like, what? I mean, I mean, at least, I mean, at least, Batman didn't kill the Joker at the end of the Dark Knight. I mean, pills did that for us. Yeah. Oh, I'm too soon.
2: No, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> no, is that a... the
0: is that the line? I'm sorry, nope. everyone.
2: That's <laughs> totally fair play. So you know, yeah.
0: pills, baby, uh, pills and an Olsen twin, recipe for success. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um.
1: By the way, Fear State currently is at thirty-five issues.
0: Wow. Oh geez a gentleman's 35 <laughs> <laughs> i think
2: i think that's a baker's menage yes jesus mary and joseph <laughs> Look, and, uh,
0: that's way too many comic books yeah wait hold on 35 awesome. oh and, and what is each comic book about batman wait hold, like every just batman yeah just batman doing his thing for 35 issues straight Dude, that, oh, and that's, counting that's
2: three graphic novels too. And like,
0: counting, <laughs>
2: like,
1: cool. well, you, you also have Nightwing in there, and oh, uh, good. Fox the Son, and uh, scattering a dick.
0: <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, uh, what, uh, yeah,
2: what the hell? Is, little...
0: What the hell is uh, is it? Luke? Luke Fox? Um, th-
2: Lucas? Yeah, I think so.
0: Is it Lucas Fox? Yeah, Luke, yeah. They call it, his nickname is Luke though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, see, I know some things. I, I... I remember some things. I'm okay. Remember? And he's so, an interesting
2: uh, enough character and you know, you got Luke and Duke, right? Because Duke is the signal. So Oh you know. Jesus
0: Mary. You gotta be I didn't even think <laughs> of that. That's that is terrible. Yeah, it is. Sounds like the fucking Duke's a hazard. That's <laughs> I was about to say that, yeah.
2: It's a fucked up Duke's a hazard.
0: Not i don't, I don't want to tell you what happened to the light in Batwing. We'll just All see it when world. we come back now when we left these boys they were falling down the side of a building. let's see how, <laughs> let's see how they get out of this one
1: <laughs> thank uh, you whaling <laughs> so yeah uh fear state covers uh i am batman catwoman harley quinn uh fear state has his own uh series obviously batman uh and uh batman secret files Catwoman.
0: these are my secret files yeah well i thought all of batman's files were secret yeah
2: i think i've got the first one which was uh fear state alpha which is is the one that i read and i mean it was it was good it was a right but the art was cool in it
1: yeah um and uh tasks task force z whatever that is
2: Task oh, isn't Z. isn't that uh must be the the follow up uh, after Task Force Y and Task Force uh, X previous to that? So that was probably some yeah. sort of uh, Let me Suicide think. Squad.
0: Alphabetical book. order being what it is, <laughs> I'm gonna deduce that they're another Suicide Squad type team.
2: No, is that a is that a Gail Simone writing that one too? Do you know? The lady's no oh, she's prolific. don't no, she writes an awful lot. She's really good. She she is good man, and if you ever follow her on Twitter, she is hilarious. Oh, she is a riot, dude! She Always really making fun of Cyclops too, which is just like,
0: yeah, Cyclops uh, sucks, man. Like,
2: I don't know, I, I like know, Cyclops.
0: No, I like him now, but like, dude, yeah. Cy- Cyclops, like he he was like the fucking wet blanket. He was the guy you invited because he you knew that he was going to be the one to get everybody to leave when you wanted them to at the party. No, like,
2: oh, that's that's pretty useful.
0: Yeah, that's the only thing he's useful for. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's he's he's the cooler. He, you know what I mean? Like, all right, everyone's having too good a time. we got to break this up. Scotty, go in there and talk to them. I don't know. Talk to them about like how you fucking an orphan or like you can't see without red glasses or some shit. I don't know. Just I totally talk want, to them. like
2: I, I want a comic where he's sorting laundry and he's like, where do you want these red socks? How about these red socks? And this red shirt? <laughs> Everything's red. Scott, you did it again. Red. you put your red socks in the washer now everything's <laughs> red. He's like everything's always red.
0: <laughs> it's in the pink binder. Uh,
2: <laughs> what there's
0: no pink binder here. Uh it's the one right there, the pink one. Oh he's uh,
2: he's smart enough though to literally have a color coding system for himself to, to like figure out and it be like there's like posted notes all over shit. Oh, be, yeah. like blue. yeah <laughs> he's totally do that
0: for sure. <laughs> It, like it's so weird, too, that they've changed it because it used to be like he he actually did have control of his optic blast. But because he actually um got low like low level brain damage from a, a bad concussion, yeah uh, he wasn't a- ever able to control them. That's why he needed the glasses, the ruby quartz. But uh, they they Jonathan Hickman was doing uh, uh, the, the X-Men stuff recently. Yep. and it was awesome, but they were doing this whole like regeneration regrowth thing whenever they died, like they'd come back and have their memories like instantly downloaded. Uh, and he comes back and he still needs the visor and shit. So like now it's like part of his mutation. I, I, I'm sure that someone a year from now will explain that it's probably a psychological block, blah, 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 blah. but it's yeah, just, um, it's just a weird omission. Like you just kind of skimmed right over that.
2: It's, it's kind of bullshit. So, right. you know, but, it's, uh, it's one of those things that Hickman did and it's like, all right, if we're just killing off characters like that, does it really have any sort of meaning? Cause yeah. it kind of doesn't No, It's like, Hey, do you ever wonder what it looks like when Wolverine gets his head cut off? Cause here it is, you know, uh, thanks Hickman. I don't really care. Yeah.
1: I was, I was, wasn't he encased in adamantium?
2: Wolverine was, yeah, that was a whole thing. They got it he got better.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wolverine and
0: Batman always survive. That's the thread here. Okay, let's that's how we bring it back. Wolverine and Batman always survive, no matter They're Wolverine like came back
2: and it was really kind of like there was like a whole thing to it and and he became like a cosmic being with like hot claws and stuff and then they just
0: What? No. What hold wait wait. What T-
2: take a look at thor right i if don't
0: you... i don't fucking want to <laughs> yeah well i'm
2: I'm just saying this is the thing at oh. the very end of like thor number one you know they had wolverine in space with his hot claws saying oh hey you know so it's it's like one of those things there's so of much the to fucking
0: things i never thought i'd hear in a as a fucking sentence like check out thor in space and wolverine with his hot claws yeah Fucking yeah, because because
2: when, when they killed Wolverine, right, then they brought him back. It was the same team. You know, it was uh, Steve McNiven and um, Charles Sewell, right? And um, they brought him back at the same time, like maybe seven years down the road or something like that. At the same time that Cyclops is dead, too. So it's like he can fit into this as well. But it, it's weird that Hickman's doing all of this now. And he's like, oh, yeah, they die and we can bring them back as long as Xavier's okay. Oh, wait, Xavier died. Oh, we have to bring him back, too. So it's Whoopsie. like, yeah, it's <laughs> I just I really don't care for I really no like one Matt that one Rosenberg. coming, huh? We, we were talking about X-Men earlier, and I really loved it. Like, I, I freaked out when when they brought X-Men back, you know, in the Matt Rosenberg uh, 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 run right before Hickman took over the X-Men and just kind of like, he's like, oh, we got all this stuff going on. I'm like, ah. I really well, like that run. The, the,
0: you know, the, <laughs> the, the thing the thing is, though, like the X-Men stuff can be very, very, very drawn out and convoluted because there's so much involved with everything that they do
2: on a regular basis. And so many it, moving parts like you were. Saying. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it,
0: it's somewhat easier. I'm, it's still not great to navigate, but it is somewhat easier with a character like Batman, because at least it is primarily one character that you were following. Uh, they, he does obviously have a, a, a supporting cast you know a lot of supporting players in it but it is his story through and through so yeah. as long as you can like get a bead on on batman you can get a through line through the story that you're trying to make your way all the you know to the end of uh x-men is is difficult to navigate i in like we were saying earlier sometimes dc i feel makes it a little easier um although i will say marvel's been getting better about releasing like full lists about for what their story arcs are going to be so you can actually have that checklist like it's been it's been pretty consistent recently um i will say though that dc i find that their collected volumes um always seem to be very straightforward and uh easy to obtain and that's not like availability i mean they they come out in fairly good fashion fairly quick fashion uh and i never i never had a problem with going through a series by trade with dc um x-men even other marvel series there always seems to be like gaps oh yeah a lot of the stuff that they do and i don't appreciate that because there's always some little tidbit that becomes something somewhere down the line. And if you don't have those like two or three issues, they decided to leave out for whatever reason, you know, you're going to end up having to fucking scramble. So you can find out exactly how that relates to something 20 years later. You, you know what I mean? But like
2: That's a Stan Lee trope, you know, where it's like, check out uh this comic that you just can't get number 85 and all that, you know, editors stand the man or something yep. like that would say in there. That's yeah. like a Stan trope from like way back. It's like, Oh, Okay. Well I d- I didn't know so I guess Black Panther is a king okay yeah all right I didn't yeah. know you know
0: yeah but but I, I have found that when uh when DC does collected series and and mini series stuff like that uh I don't really I don't have to buy uh gap fillers uh, as I've had to do with a lot of Marvel stuff uh and that's always that's always good you know especially someone like me with with Batman because I like I said, I go through spurts and I I definitely sh- don't want to have to like go through and buy like four volumes of an entire story arc or whatever yeah. and then find out that holy shit, there's like there's like a total of like seven issues that were left out of these. So now I have to hunt them down and probably reread the at least the issues right before and right after them, so I can make sense of the order of events, you know? Yeah, I, and they'll I give hate you the story
2: reconstruction they'll give you detective comics with batman with like dark knight uh return i don't know what what's the other one uh, legend of the dark knight they would give yeah. you all of those like uh, a great example of this is if you get um like when when um the shadow of the bat uh was was like another title but um like uh oh, i can't even think of it when bane broke his back right you can get nightfall, nightfall. so it's nightfall night's quest and night's end and it's yes. everything so yep. you, you get you get it, and it's like, okay, this is all of these books that I mentioned, and you get everything in there. And, and you're exactly right because when when Marvel does something like that, it's like, hey, we all know this was going on, but here's only the six issues that was that crossover. And if you want anything else, you got to go find those issues because we didn't reprint it. You're like, oh yeah, what what if I wanted to know about the fire the Firestar uh, miniseries? Nope, sorry, you know, it's like,
1: yeah, you're well, SOL. Well in splash pages we covered uh what was the one where new york is is like becoming hell like all the it's slowly all the creatures are turning into everything
2: oh inferno Uh, yep
1: inferno yeah oh
0: oh x-men yeah okay
1: (laughs) yeah sorry Uh, daredevil
2: fought a vacuum cleaner
1: uh i found a graphic novel for that and it, it it just like It didn't cover the whole thing, which was crazy.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't cover whatsoever what was going on with the New Mutants. Yeah. You don't even see them. No. You know, and you're like, well, they were a pretty big thing because, you know, Magic and Belcaso and, you know, and Sim and all that. It's huge. Not even mentioned in that.
1: Yeah. I I remember uh, there was like one issue where it said it it tied something into like the New Mutants thing. And I was like completely lost. Hmm.
2: Yep. Yeah, Yeah. and and all of that was just completely like I didn't I didn't read that until maybe like a couple years ago where I I picked that up and I'm like I didn't know the new mutants were interesting, and I just wasn't at that point in my life where I was like reading about characters like that and like holy crap, this is great. So yeah, Demon Bear Man. Woo! That's a that's like in in my top ten for stories. I just loved it. Never read it.
1: Uh yeah, so uh Scott, uh loses his uh wife and then like gets together with her clone.
2: Oh yeah Madeline Pryor. Yep. Yeah, I yep.
0: know I, I know that much. Yeah. I, I'm, I know oh I I meant I meant uh Demon Bear, like New Mutants. I've never I've never read that. It is on my list though, like i i do want to check it out i actually might i probably own it <laughs> honestly like i there's so much stuff that i i'm like oh i want that so i can it's read like it. new
2: mutants i want to say like 19 through 22 or 19 through 21 something like that like the badlands that uh, and it's it's got some good stuff in it the uh, the art is gonzo it's so crazy it's uh you know bill sinkevich so it's it's really good. He's he's uh he's recently like uh, shown on his Instagram like some of the other stuff he's doing. He's doing some Batman art and all that. But I mean, he was doing at the time Moon Knight, which is pretty close to a Batman style. Yeah. So you know, we we kind of know what he would look like drawing a Batman.
1: You kind of know. Yeah, yeah
2: kind of. You know, a little bit.
1: Well, on that note, we should wrap things up. Uh, so. Uh... We will kick it off with uh, Justin. Where do you like people interacting with you?
2: Check me out on Facebook, Justin Cooper. You can find me in the Epic Shells Ninja Turtles group. I am the proprietor over there. Um, you can find me, Geek Life HQ, also on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, or uh, Epic Tales from the Sewers, the Ninja Turtles podcast.
0: Awesome. Powerful, Brandon. Hey, everyone. Uh, you can check me out. Well, I shouldn't say check me out at this point. Please join me. Uh, at the Powers Combined Facebook group, uh, we're just a group of geeks that like to, you know, have fun, share info, um, have a few laughs, share memes. Uh, number one rules: don't be a jerk. You violate that and you will be booted. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Brandon's Powers and on Instagram at this Brandon has powers. And uh, you can find me here uh, every week with these clowns doing Batman speak at the camera and microphone as well as Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Dorkening Wednesday podcast.
1: And don't forget Comics Paradox.
0: That is right, Comics Paradox as well, uh, also with these fine gentlemen, uh, where we discuss uh, different uh, comic books, whether or not they're from DC, Marvel, or whatever, uh, that explore uh, alternate realities or alternate takes on the heroes and characters that we already know. Awesome.
1: Uh, and for me, you know, Google Leo you find a bunch of stuff could be true. could be not, but more importantly, follow these people. And I run a little thing called the dorkening podcast network. A lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. And with that, we'll catch you guys later. Bye.
0: Have a good night, everybody. Good
1: night.